This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Good morning. It's now 9.37am on Wednesday, September 9th. It's beautiful, sunny and hazy morning. Uh, sunny indeed. <laughs> we're going to be looking at um, small cap stocks today on the SNM show. I'm Melissa Idris, uh, Ibrahim Sani and Kusu Chuang in the studios with me. Now, small cap stocks. Um, we've seen it swing back in favour after that um, massive market sell-off. Um, it's drove down valuations. So now we're, we're um, posing the question, is it time for investors to consider small cap stocks? Well, some might say that this is a bit like a phoenix rising from the ashes, but it's, it's actually not the case because uh, since last year, there have been you know sub themes, micro themes pervading the market, and uh, offering you know um, c- courageous investors a bit of a return on their money because mm. um, I think late last year we, you know furniture furniture stocks were very much in vogue, and then I think in the early early part of this year, in the middle half of this year. Uh, contract manufacturers had your time in the sun, and then now you've got you know situationals like a fiber fiberboard people uh, fiberboard fiberboard makers. So these these guys are all essentially very small cap companies. Uh, they're playing to this weak ringgit strong dollar theme, mm. and uh, if you look at some of the returns that they've uh, offered, it's been quite gargantuan, fifty hundred percent, hundred fifty percent in certain cases. And of course, it's been picked up by the research analysts because companies like CIMB they've actually gone on the roadshow, they've gone on the small cap roadshow, they've talked to investors and, and talking up things like. Uh, Carex and Datasonic, Coastal Evergreen, TuneIn, Young, Prestarian, things like that, and uh, they've offered investors some some a bit of some ray of hope at a time when you know global markets are quite volatile. Okay. Now, does this mean that uh, it's actually encouraging uh, you know s- investors to short the market a lot more because uh, you know because of the price fluctuations that are, that we've seen these uh, smaller cap companies and because of the high returns, does it mean that we can see a greater sell off in the market? Yeah, well, that's a good point. I mean, us uh, us small cap stocks um, exposed to greater volatility, that's right? right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it depends, right? <laughs> it always depends on what kind of business it's in and how resilient it is. I mean, yeah. for example, if you look at that biscuit maker we sp- we spoke to, mm. Hap Singh, with a U, not an A, because mm. the A at the plantation and car guys, mm. right? Mm. The Hap Singh, you know, they make cream crackers, ping pong biscuits, you know, and they've got an Almost all their businesses in Malaysia, they mm-hmm. sell their cream crackers. That I think we, uh, my family buys them. Yeah, four bucks or something. A, a Who box. does it? I mean, it's in every every Malaysia. Yeah, it's a household yeah. good. Right. You, you can't go bankrupt buying those biscuits, even if you cut back, right? But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And, and their share price has been so resilient the last, you know, the last on a year-to-date basis, twelve-month basis. Um, so yeah, small caps clearly. If, if you if you don't mind. Um, and let, I mean, let's face it, a lot of us are individual investors. We're not fund managers. We're not, That's right. We don't have to have a certain market cap size to go into and out of a stock. We don't have these parameters. So if you're looking for a bit of a bang for the, off the buck, then this is clearly something. Now, uh, you know, one thing, one company that I wish to note is that, uh, I mean, this is not so much of a small cap, but it's actually a, quite a high price. Top Glove Corporation Berhad, for instance, they, they tend to perform better when the ringgit is uh, weaker against the US because of them being an export market and because of them, you know, trading a lot of, of, of uh, revenue in terms of US dollar. Um, but because of the price change, about 2.2%, uh, does this mean that uh, Top Glove is also among the companies that we should look at? Or, uh, uh, you know, companies that export like Top Glove, uh, you know, and uh, rubber is still very core to this country. And of course, we have synthetic rubber industry that is not doing too good uh, in terms of uh, assisting the natural rubber business in this country. But, you know, for a company like Top Glove Corporation to be considered, uh, you know, a stock to watch uh, means that uh, it's not just limited to small cap, but also to mid cap as well. 
So this is in no way, shape, or form a recommendation to buy the stock. Okay, but yeah. I just want to point out, just saying, right? Top Glove on a one-year basis is up sixty-one and a half percent. On a year-to-date basis, it's up seventy-three percent. Compare that to the KLCI's. What is it? Eight or nine percent? Right. Uh, I think it's a bit of a decline. Actually, right. it's outperforming the market. Uh, the, 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 the on a major market. basis, right? That's right. So one wonders what is going on here. Okay, so basically, Top Glove are the world's biggest maker of rubber gloves. Yeah, they got something like a twenty. 25 or 26 percent global market share. They want to get this up to 30 percent by the year by 2020. Yeah. Um, they do nitrile as well as latex. Of course, latex is natural rubber. Malaysia is a natural sweet sweet spot because we are rubber producers. Yep. And rubber, as with all commodities around the world, the prices have slumped. Mm. So the, the input costs have declined. Mm, mm. They also do nitrile, and nitrile is basically a composite based on guess what. Uh, oil and gas uh, sub- substrates, right? right. So basically, as we know, oil prices have also declined. Mm-hmm. So the input costs on both their nitriles as well as on their latex have mm. declined. And they're selling to a market which is US dollar denominated. Mm. It's no surprise it's up 73%. Yep. So the margin gap widens. In fact, uh, in the banking industry, we use this thing as jaw index because uh, you know you talk about selling at a higher price or the revenue getting higher and then the input cost getting lower. So the margin gapes further. You just made more money. La. Yeah, of course, of course. So, so that means, uh, you know... But yeah, you bankers, you you like to use big words when she's small. <laughs> jargon, jargon, <laughs> jargon, darling. Well, no longer jargon, in the jargon, bank. Jargon. I'm now. I'm now speaking to you through the airwaves of uh, you know. Uh, the okay, radio. I'm going to speak as a regular investor here. Yeah. Um, I mean, when we talk about valuations falling because of the sell-off that we've seen, um, the same can be said about blue chip stocks, right? So, mm. that, is there better value to be found in blue chips, which have fallen considerably in the past few months? I mean that's right. Uh, utility companies like Tanaga, for instance, have uh, you know have uh, weighed uh, below the, the the average highs. Uh, we have the plantation companies. In fact, FGV is now you know at a bargain sale at one dollar ten cent or one dollar twenty. Last last time I checked, uh, it depends. It, de- <laughs> <laughs> it depends. Yeah, because yeah. you you know I had I had people buying I had, I had friends buying lemons at uh, twenty five bucks, twenty right. bucks, eighteen bucks. They thought, hey. Screaming by, right? Right, this, right. This stock used to be 75 bucks that's or whatever. Right, that's right. <laughs> and for <laughs> them to shave off their market cap about one They didn't price. know that they, they were not looking at it at 72 to 18. They, were, they, were, they, they should have instead been looking at 18 to 0 because, they, they, yeah. they, they, you know, JP eventually bought them at 2 bucks a share. Yeah, right? that's so right. That's right. That's right. So, so it depends. It depends. Okay, that should be your middle name. Chuang, uh, it, it depends. depends. <laughs> 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 okay, it's 9.44 a.m. Um, we'll talk more about the pros and cons of investing in small caps coming up after this on BFM 89.9. Good morning. It's now 9.46 a.m. Melissa, Ibrahim and Chuang here with you on the SNM show. Now, we're asking small caps, are they back in vogue? What do you think, guys? I mean, I, I like this whole uh, website that uh, Bursa is promoting right now. Uh, basically, they they evaluate uh, companies on momentum, valuation, growth, efficiency, quality. Of course, uh, all of this is uh, you know. What's the website called? Um, actually, I'm not too sure. Bursa Marketplace. Bursa Marketplace. Pretty good, right? There you go. And That's we have our good. colleague Uma doing some videos on it. Actually, <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, but uh, the Bursa Marketplace. Thank you, Chuang. By the way, um, uh, it, it puts things in perspective because the the five uh, levels: the momentum, valuation, growth efficiency and quality it's actually based out of quantitative valuation so it's not a gut feel of a person or an analyst it actually means uh, on a scale of one to five this is how much they rank that company now it, it, again it is not a recommendation to buy or sell but it gives the perspective of these companies that perhaps you've never been uh, you know heard of the edge markets does that too right edge yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so I was going to say the whole issue of financial analytics and of course I just want to cite the fact that I think in the World Capital Market Symposium the ESC wants to go into this whole issue 
of fintech, yep. which is financial yep. technology. Yep. Um, very sexy right now. Very sexy, you know, much sexier than you and me, Ibrahim, you know. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that you know, is clear. Financial, Thank you clearly, for clearly, right? Yes. Uh, that, well, no, you're the sexiest <laughs> of the lot. I, I didn't want to be dubbed by Hannah Yeo as being sexiest, but, but <laughs> hey, forget about it, right? Right, right, but, right. <laughs> yeah. But in terms of financial analytics, you know, this is usually historically Bloomberg's domain, Reuters' domain. Yeah. But the fact is, everybody can get into it now because data is, you know, basically freely available to most people. So That's right. You've got edge algorithms. You've got. Um, algorithms and mm. it's fantastic because it basically evens out the marketplace and gets rid of this whole information deficit that we might yeah. because sometimes these equities uh, uh, you know uh, the equity capital markets you're driven by the, the high profile brands like you know uh, we, we keep on talking about it every morning Air Asia is there Tanaga is there and so on yes. right? but these small cap companies can bring value we just talked about uh, uh, Top Glove having 160% uh, you know growth uh, but uh, you know uh, these companies like Only World Group Holdings Berhad Evergreen Fiber Fiber Brand Bot Berhad Homerich Corporation Berhad All these guys are, are, are actually worth talking about Because of the price valuation Well I believe Bloomberg did a, a, a Quite a, an in-depth piece On IFCA MSC And how how much it's grown In the past year Simply on the back of The whole uh, GST implementation Right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay That's so right. I just want to cite Some of these companies Right mm. uh, I, I put a whole bunch of them here Hevia Bond They're basically particle bond f- Furniture guys They sell I think Most of their stock overseas They are Big beneficiaries of this whole Japanese Olympics thing by 2020. Uh-huh. Their stock is up 180 percent year-to-date basis. That's crazy, right? I mean, 180 percent year-to-date change. Um, of course, uh, we have a you know, but but the gap is so so huge because uh, within the 52-week uh, analysis, uh, you know, they have a low of 36 cents all the way to one ringgit and 18 cents. So that's a gap of 70 cent based on the dollar. That's about what uh, you know, a lot of basis points, I presume. But uh, this. Brings into question: Should uh, the retail investor, people like you and me, uh, do a lot of analysis on these companies because it may bring better value to us as compared to the the bigger and you know, blue you can, chip stocks? Of, of course, you should, and of course, you can because yeah. right now you've got all these companies and Bursa Marketplace is for free. Yeah, anybody can go there. You can go to Bloomberg.com, sign up for the watch list, get That's all right. the data for free. Any you know, so analytics has never been more accessible to the ordinary you, person. You push down the prices. You know, it used to cost a lot to get these analyst analysis. Yeah. Uh, and report. look, if you think about it, right? Public Bank in 1968 was yeah. a small cap. Okay. Right. Yes. When they went public at what one ringgit sixty five yes. or whatever, and you know, of course, the chairman makes a big song and dance. But if you had put one thousand ringgit to work in one, sh- you know, one or, or rather one thousand six hundred ringgit to work in Public Bank uh-huh. in 1968, you would have gotten one point six million ringgit or something. Uh, adjusted for dividends and uh, whatever mm. uh, and rights issues and, and bonus mm. issues since then. So, if you get it right with small caps, you can make a lot of money, right? 1,000x, 2,000x, 3,000x, right? But but if you get it wrong, John, If you get it wrong. Yeah. If you get, but then what you do, right? You keep up, you don't buy, you don't you don't shoot all your bullets in 1968, just like how you shouldn't shoot all... Okay. So, I'm not saying you I should... I wasn't even born in 1968. <laughs> so, so, my question is, with with small caps, are you looking at long term? Are you looking at... at absolutely, um, absolutely. Okay. So, if you choose to ride horse, right? Um, it's like, but you've got to keep monitoring the the performance, right? Yeah. You know Kun Yuyin. We talked a lot to Kun Yuyin in the past, right? Mm-hmm. Right. He's run Gamuda and all that. His rule of thumb is that if a company does not make more money this quarter than last quarter, he sells it. Bam! Straight away, he takes it off the table. Really? He doesn't even look at trending, for instance. No, three quarters, no. four quarters. He's got to make more money this quarter than last quarter. If it doesn't, he's out. But oh. that that is Bam. that is short term, isn't it? I mean, that's not looking at the long term growth. I mean, you, a company could hit some some roadblock, yeah. a little, a little yeah. you know, market turbulence here and there. 
That's uh, that seems. To well, be that's quite that, that's the thing. Capital is is uh, flighty. You know. Yeah, it's a fickle. It's <laughs> I, a fickle I was, yeah, I was I was at a conference. I was at a conference yesterday, and yeah. the chairman of of uh, PwC, yeah. Dr. Faiz. Yeah, Dr. He Faiz. basically said that markets are like women, right? Huh? <laughs> I don't know. Faiz like Azmi is, is always like that. Yeah, he they're, makes they're, all they're these flighty. Yeah. they're volatile. I don't they're like where this <laughs> right. is going. Okay. Go. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. So I mean that, but he's right. Yeah. Yeah. Markets are turbulent. They're volatile. Right. Capital is transient for the most part because right. you can take money in, you can take money out. Uh, it's not like property. Property you got to wait a really long time for the transaction to be done. And you know, you, you it's the name of the game. You got to take the good with the bad. I mean that that I mean you know considering that Faiz Azmi has been around for some time, he has weighed in a lot of uh, uh, you know work in this industry, in the banking industry, in other industries as well. Uh, and a very respected person in the Selangor, uh, Selangor, uh, you know, uh, you know what do you call this. Um, uh, fraternity as well uh, but uh, he's right capital is very expensive to manage it's a resource that we need to look at and I think uh, if, if we were to spend it wisely I think uh, these kind of uh, you know small small and mid-cap stocks is the place to go okay so words are the weary if you are not in it to win it then you can't make it but then at the same time, <laughs> equally, <laughs> small caps are not for the you know for, the, for not for the faint of heart. Clearly. Of course, this depends on a bunch of things. It always depends, yeah. right? You're just full of great one-liners <laughs> today, John. I love it. Well, it's now nine fifty-three a.m. and you've been listening to the SNM show on the morning run with Kusu Chuang, Ibrahim Sani, and me, Melissa Idris. Um, here to take you to the ten o'clock news is Tap Out by the Strokes on BFM eighty-nine point nine. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.